And we're back with the Pope on film. Bunny. Yes. Are you ready for another exciting installment of Bunny Versus? The podcast that is bringing America to the podcast segment that is bringing Americans together. Are you ready? Are you pumped? Are you amped? Are you psyched? Are you jazzed? Are you primed? Are you ready and raring to go? Are you amped up? Are you pumped up? Are you ready to do it? Ready to yes. do it? To it? Yes, let's do this shit. Well then, without any further ado, this time once again for Bunny Versus. And now here is your host, Bunny Williams. Take it away, Bunny. Damn you, Antifa. Uh, I heard a rumor that Antifa actually disguised itself as the entirety of the Republican Party. Yes. Yes. And... Anna. And a quick shout out at the start of the start of the segment. Uh, thank you to Christian for for liking the stream, Dan Rock for liking the stream, and somebody I am intrigued by who liked the stream. Prisoner of Darkness. Prisoner of Darkness. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know off the top of my head who that is, but I did share the stream on, uh, Twitter and I do have a number of followers on Twitter and that seems like the type of person who would follow me on Twitter. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. But Very I good. Have, I have no proof of that. <laughs> okay. Anybody named Prisoner yeah. of Darkness is more than welcome. <laughs> uh, the the full name is Prisoner of Darkness Ramirez. Yeah. The third, I believe. So, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, so many people are liking and watching the stream. I just want to take this time to sort of clarify, if you're new here, that Bunny Versus is the freeform section of the show. Yes, it is. Where uh, we talk about whatever we want. And a lot of times what has happened to us this past week and uh, that sort of a thing. And that's what's happening here. And in my uh, in my explanation of what this segment is, we have lost like uh, two viewers. So yes. maybe next time I won't spend so much time explaining what the segment is. To be fair, I am a little bit high. Yes. Yeah. So it's been a week. How how are you? You were not feeling well. Are you feeling better? It it, it was more of a mental thing. What I, I've I learned about myself. Feeling. What I learned about myself is that when I am happy and I take edibles, then I will have a really wonderful experience, and I'll be nice and mellow and happy. And I'll be, I have a, my high music playlist has expanded and I'll be listening to stuff and, and I'll be feeling really good. But if I am depressed, which I wrestle with a lot and I take edibles, if I don't consciously try and combat that as the edibles are kicking in, then I'll just end up in a really big fucking pit, you know? Yes. And it's just, as much as I love edibles, at times edibles will, if I am depressed and hate myself and take the edibles, that will just worsen the experience. Yes. So now I, I am more consciously like, hey, I'm going to take this edible. Then I'm going to watch some cartoons, maybe listen to some happy music, 
maybe uh, spend a little bit of time to myself and then maybe go outside and look at birds and play with cats as the edibles are kicking in. So yes. now I'm trying to be more conscious about it. So that's helping. Uh, what has happened these past two weeks? Uh, well, before before delving into the, the past two weeks, I, I do also have an edible story. Okay. I would like to hear that edible story. So I was supposed to work some overtime yesterday. Uh, and it like, yes. didn't really come through. And like, so then like after working, that would be the start of my weekend of which I always start my weekend by taking some edibles. Yes. <clears throat> so I put on the television, I take some edibles and I'm going to be working on things anyway. So I'm looking for a good Saturday morning kind of movie, you know? That kind of feel. Uh, I've been doing a lot of Godzilla yeah. in the mornings lately. I didn't want to do that. And I saw, oh, Dracula versus, versus Frankenstein. That's Ugh. the mood I'm in. Okay? Horrible B-movie. I will B say, movie. though. Huh? Horrible B-movie, yes. But that is a horrible B-movie. With a swinging opening theme song. Oh God, yes, it does. And it's it's, it, it's like a it's like a it's like a surf instrumental. <laughs> That's like right up there with the theme to the Blob. And it has in a my cameo. Mind. Yes, and it has a cameo by Forrest J. Ackerman. You know. Yes. So. so Fuzzy Forest. Uh, I'm good to go. I could put this movie on and get back to work on Dabney's apartment or whatever I'm doing and enjoy the high that's going to be coming on in a little while. So I go about yeah. doing my thing. The movie's playing. And I kind of casually look at the television and I'm like, Michael Rennie, and I didn't think anything much of it. You know, uh, Felt a little uncomfortable about seeing Michael Rennie. But again, didn't think much about it because he could have been in it, you know. And then yeah. I started seeing a lot of scenes that looked very foreign. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what exactly am I watching? Because it's not what I think, thought it was. There are two. There are two Dracula versus Frankenstein's. This was the other yes, one. Yes, there are two. Yeah, there's a foreign one. I've only seen the foreign one, so I was surprised to like, hey, I'm gonna watch. I've had the exact opposite experience of you. Hey, I'm gonna watch Dracula versus Frankenstein, that weird movie about about whatever friggin' aliens or whatever, and and they're controlling monsters and the swinging theme song and I'm like, wait a second. This is really shitty and Forrest Ackerman's in it. Yeah, I've had the exact opposite of this. This, this was and it and it now becomes the first official Paul Nashy movie that I've ever seen. It was the Paul Nashy movie Dracula versus Frankenstein and it was pretty fucking awesome. It was much better than the yeah, movie I, I was intending one. on watching. I mean, that it's silly. version of Dracula. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's weird. silly. It's but freaking like, weird. But, <clears throat> but, like, they try. They, I, 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 I liked it. I fucking liked it a lot. Even if Frankenstein did look like one of the yeah. groovy ghoulies. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I love that movie. That movie, that version of it, is one of the films we watched in the original Ed Woodstock that happened in my uh, in my living room when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. We watched Plan Nine from Outer Space, Glenn or Glenda, uh, Monster on the Campus. Dracula versus Frankenstein, 
And then I think we were going for a fifth movie, but everyone passed out. So this was a very fun experience to have as the edibles were kicking in. Yeah. And I am totally confused yeah. about what exactly I'm watching. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I love that edible story. So, this week, how about this week? What do you think? Uh, so, let me tell you the big story this week yes. that happened. Uh, so, Natasha was feeling down in the dumps. Can I take those out? Uh, Natasha was feeling down in the dumps and she wasn't sure what to do about dinner. And I was trying to think of something that would cheer her up. So I said, how about Arby's? So we decided to go and get Arby's. And, and well, yeah, Natasha sent me and I went with Amber. And because I hate going to get fast food alone because I'm getting fast food for seven people because yes. there's five kids in this. And then Natasha and I, and that's a big order. And I, I, I especially hate getting something different for, for each person. And I'm just there ordering forever with my list of stuff. So I said, how about we do Arby's in a different way? We'll just get this many, you know, roast beef and cheddar and this many regular roast beef, maybe like two fries. And then that's it. We can just get a, a big, massive pile of Arby's and then everyone can get it. Cause that will take less time. Certainly. So, so we went and we ordered Arby's. We went inside. We said, this will be quicker because there was a big line of people in the drive-thru. It'll be quicker if we just go in and order it. It took 42 minutes for them to get us our order. It took so long that the manager showed up and said, I'm sorry it's taken so long. We are going to give you your, your money back. Yes. So we got like a... $58 dinner absolutely free which was nice so we brought the Arby's back home and that's when we noticed something Natasha said this roast beef tastes weird and I was like what do you mean and then she showed me her roast beef sandwich and we've had a lot of roast beef sandwiches from Arby's before yes. and it's always really like thin cut roast beef you know like really nice like floppy roast beef but this roast beef was thick and it was rough Rubber? it was rubbery and it was difficult to bite into and I, we were all looking at the roast beef half of the sandwiches were like normal and then a few of them were these like big thick Texas style roast beefs and we were trying to figure out what it was and then I started thinking about wait a second we are still in the middle of a pandemic and stuff like that and I've heard things about like hey Arby's might run out of meat it was always something that I heard you know the rumors of social media throughout like quarantine and stuff like that as places are closing down and everything like that something tells me and I put it up on Twitter and I even sent it to the Arby's Corporation. But something tells me that my local Arby's and quite possibly a number of other Arby's throughout America have been running out of roast beef and have been straight up going to their goddamn supermarket and just buying fucking roast beef and putting it in their goddamn Arby sandwiches. Okay. Because I swear. God, we were eating some roast beef sandwiches that were just a bun and some cheese and some goddamn dollar roast beef from freaking Safeway. From they went yeah. to a Ralph's and just bought the cheapest roast beef they could find, and they've been shoving it in their freaking sandwiches. I swear to God, I have an un uncovered a massive Arby's conspiracy. It's yes, an Arby's conspiracy. And that is, of course, the biggest thing that has happened this week, without a doubt. Me exposing the lies that the RV Corporation doesn't want you to know. Mm. Also, Natasha starts a new job tomorrow. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Because the last one may or may not have given us the coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, and I'll be damned if I give my family this new variant because I'm stuck in an elementary school with kids who don't. My hands are. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a shame, oh, really. 
I, I am a I am saddened that you have uh, started a new job because I was a comic book fan throughout the 80s and 90s. And so back in my day, it was like, hey, I want to get an a issue of X-Men. Oh, well, which one? There are 38 X-Men comic books at the moment. OK, just get me the regular X-Men. OK, well, here is the newest issue. Do you want the regular edition? Do you want cover A, cover B, cover C, the limited edition cover, the lim- the very cover with the gold honest. foil embossed. I'm be honest, I'm a little bit yeah. high, so it took me a minute to see where you were going. Yeah, thank you. I got I, there. It, it, it's so in my mind, it's like, oh, we got the coronavirus. Oh, there's a new variant. Oh, well, we got to collect that one, too. Yeah, no, I got you. Yes. We got to collect all the coronaviruses now. Yeah. Free prescriptions. So Natasha is starting a new job tomorrow, and I'm really proud of her. Uh, she's going to be working from home. They're getting her like this big um, computer monitors and all this sort of uh, stuff. Yeah, a laptop, and two monitors, a phone system, and a headset. Um, laptop, two monitors, a phone you, system, you and a headset. I'm really proud of you. You, 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 you spoke in the way I write. You just used a, pa- a past tense and then a future tense. Oh, I'm tense and all over the place. I'm very tense. I'm very tense. I'm very tense. I'm very tense. Stress pain. Ella, did you tell her that, that that growing pain was stress pain? No. She keeps calling it stress pain. No, I didn't call it stress pain. I said, uh, hey, your arm hurts. That's probably just you growing up because your body is getting bigger. That's what I said. Where the hell did she learn stress pain? I don't know where she learned friggin' stress pain, but she's also probably right. I mean, we're all stressed. So she said, Mommy, you're too old to have stress pain, right? I said, wrong. I'm too old to have growing pain. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just the right age to have stress pain. (laughs) I have all kinds of stress pain, kid. Yeah. But but apparently, uh, stay-at-home jobs are in such a high demand right now that I swear to God, Natasha did about seven interviews. You would have thought oh, God, she, you, you would have thought she was auditioning for the part of Ray in the yeah, new Star Wars tests. movie. Yeah. Yeah, they give you tests. And the tests, multiple tests. So and a background check and a drug test. And yeah. Like, a background test, a drug test. I'm pretty sure they swabbed me. Pretty sure that they've been following the cats Aww. to make sure, like, uh, that that our possible new employees' cats haven't done anything untoward. Like, like seriously. Hey, I'm gonna. You jump through so many hoops, and I'm just so it, like it got to the point where it's like, oh, you're doing the fifth interview for this position. I, God, I hope I, you get it, because if you don't, after jumping through so many hoops, like, I'm gonna be real pissed. I was only four interviews. Four interviews, a yes. test, but, an actual I mean, test, and tests. then a drug test. Multiple tests, a and drug then, test, a background check, and yeah, uh, intense background check too. Like they were like, you got the dates, they got the dates wrong on this Barnes and Noble employment dates, and it's like, no, I didn't. It's just I served, I, I was at different stores, three different stores during that time, yeah, over multiple years and multiple positions. So, and finding the H and R. Number Barnes and Noble, yeah, is like finding Where's Waldo in a Waldo book where Waldo was taken out, yeah. So, yeah. uh, but somebody from like 2007 was like, Here's the information on their blog spot blog, Jesus, because they're like, It's so fucking hard to find it. So, when you Google it, that's one of the first ones that pops up because, yeah. and people today are still like, Thank you, this saved me. Yeah. If you're a current employee, you should be able to have access to that. You shouldn't have to go to some rando's blog from 2007 yeah. to get this information. But like, that's what I had to do to get that information. Yeah, they made it so hard to like, find out this very basic information. But, but yeah, but, but she got the job. She's starting it tomorrow. We get full paid health. No, I, they can you get 100% of, of my you, of your medical and dental, but I can purchase extra insurance for my family members. Yeah. So I'm going to have health insurance again. Hooray. Hooray. Very excited. Very excited about that. Uh, It was very scary. It it is. It causes you intense psychological pain and suffering to know that you have the coronavirus and no insurance. Yes. 
words cannot properly express how I how that feels. You know, but so so we've been pretty happy. Uh, I, uh, I never thought I'd live to see the day that Trump gets uh, kicked off of Twitter. Yes. The amazing part, the amazing part is that I never thought I'd live to see the day where Trump got kicked off of Twitter. And technically, I saw it four times. <laughs> yeah. Because he was kicked off at real Donald Trump. So then he started tweeting from the POTUS account and then they locked him on that. So then uh, they, they, he started tweeting messages from the team Trump account, which they closed down. So then like uh, his digital communications director gave him uh, his own personal Twitter and said, I'm giving my Twitter account to Donald Trump now so he can tweet. And they shut that one down too. So not only did I see Trump get kicked off Twitter, I saw it four times. Nice. How amazing is that? And all that had to happen was Donald Trump had to kill four people. Yes. Five. Five. Five people. Five people. Yes. I mean, he's killed hundreds of thousands of people, let's be honest. But yes. in a different context, he's killing five. He killed five people. Yeah. So, so I started. So how are you, Bunny? I, I started watching The Mandalorian. They okay. finally, they finally got me. Okay. All right. And of All course, right. All right. of course, they didn't get me the way they thought they would get me. They got me with two words. Two words that they said that I, I had to find out now. John Favreau. Yes. Now I've heard all the rumors. I've heard all the spoilers. This one's on the Mandalorian. That one's on the Mandalorian. John Favreau is what put it over for me. Yeah. It's okay. You know, but like how I'm really feeling is like, look, okay. Star Wars, you hurt me, okay? You hurt me bad. And just because you gussy yourself up now and wink at me across the bar, you think I'm just going to, you just expect me to come running back? Fuck you. I can't believe, I can't believe that the Mandalorian finally got you, bunny. What? I'm shocked by that. It, it was strictly off of John Favreau's involvement, and and again, like I said, my my review is it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, at least an episode, or maybe more episodes, but at least one episode of this past season was directed by Robert Rodriguez, and everyone was blown away by Robert Rodriguez. And now he's going to be doing the uh, Boba Fett spinoff series that is coming out at the end of this year. And everyone's like, oh, Robert Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez. I love Robert Rodriguez. And it's like, bitch. I liked Robert Rodriguez I before Robert yeah, Rodriguez I, was cool. It's like, it's like, okay, I know you're all excited about Robert Rodriguez because he's doing the Mandalorian and the and the Boba Fett series, but if you have not sat down and watched the entire three and a half hour freaking uh, grindhouse, you haven't seen El Mariachi in Spanish, freaking Lucha Underground, then you shouldn't am, deserve to watch the freaking book of Boba Fett. I am so disappointed that I lost my the original copy of Grindhouse that I had. I found out I wound up fucking losing it, but it was perfect because it was a yeah. cam. This was the yeah. only time a cam was perfect for the movie. Yeah. So I the, would get to the... watch Grindhouse, and there'd be people getting up and going to get popcorn and talking yeah. shit to each other. And I was like, 
No, this is exactly how this should be. The grind ha- the Blu-ray version of Grindhouse does have uh, a opening night theater audio track. Yeah. So so it has the audience like reacting to the movie as an audio track and that's a really interesting experience. Yeah. So I do like that. Yeah. So Bonnie, uh who who is your favorite uh uh cosplaying seditionist? The the cosplay coup, yeah. I, I'm just yeah. saying, I'm just saying, I would look good in that fucking outfit. I would look good in the fur and the yeah, buffalo yeah, horns. Yeah. You, you know. would, you would, you would look really good. Guys from freaking I mean, Glendale, maybe Arizona. Not, maybe it's not quite proper attire for when you're overthrowing the government, but yeah, perfectly acceptable at any Ren Fest. Yeah, uh, the guys from Glendale, Arizona, and I know this because uh, I've been really nostalgic for uh, Phoenix lately. I spend most of my time at uh, Metro Center Mall in Phoenix, Arizona, and it closed down last year, and uh, people made a big deal about it, and, and there was like one last cruise around Metro, and all these Bill and Ted fans showed up for the last day of the mall because uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was filmed inside of this mall when I was a kid, yeah. and that really made me miss you know growing up in phoenix and stuff like that so i looked up like some of the old malls that i used to hang out at as a child like oh i wonder if christown mall is still open let me look up christown mall so i looked up christown mall and i looked up the mall that that opened up when i was in high school and it was eras uh arrowhead town center in glendale arizona and i said i wonder if that mall's still doing good because that that mall was really good and it opened in like the mid 90s so it's probably still kicking and i looked it up on youtube and the first video is this crazy ass nut job dressed as a bear with no shirt on and he's like hey i'm gonna be going over to my local mall and uh, preaching the good word of uh QAnon. so check it out and it's just him in the middle of the food court at the mall, screaming and yelling like a fucking nut job until security kicks him out. Okay. That was like six months ago, and I'm like, huh, I don't know who this crazy nut job is dressed as a bear with a QAnon flag, but I'm going to remember this person. And then a goddamn idiot stormed the Capitol, and the Republicans are like, well, obviously that it, it, it was the left in Antifa who did that. And it, a big, a big uh, proof that they used on their QAnon websites and whatever is, hey, I have footage of this guy dressed in a bear suit at a Black Lives Matter rally, so obviously he's a leftist. And it's like, no, he goes to leftist rallies as a Trump supporting QAnon fucking nut job. He goes to rallies in Phoenix and he went from Glendale, Arizona to to uh to uh the White House and managed to get himself arrested this weekend. Yeah. They, they, I, I, they're all fucking cowards. They're yeah. just fucking cowards. So you are telling me this thing that you have been spreading all over fucking social media for two weeks prior that you are going to do on January 6th, something that you want to promote so fucking much, you made T-shirts and sold fucking T-shirts, and then January 6th, you actually go and do this fucked up thing that you were telling everybody you were going to do. Then you find out it's con- there's consequences, and suddenly it's Antifa, you lying, cowardly cuck. And, and, and here's the thing, is that I can understand them, if the kids want it. If not, then we can chuck it. I have no use for it. Yeah, just go for it. I can understand 
the right saying, oh, it wasn't the right. It was Antifa. If any of them were disguising themselves. Yeah, right. But the right is saying the right is saying, oh, this was obviously not the right. This was Antifa and the left. Meanwhile, every single solitary person I saw who made their way into the Capitol building was all. So, hey, I'm live streaming right here. I am a Republican. This is my name, my address, my social security number. I'm sending all of you a blood sample. I am a Trump supporter. I'm streaming this live. Go Trump. And now the right is saying that person he's a member of the left and it's yeah. like no no it, it, the how stupid can you be I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if they can hear you oh. from in there honey sorry okay i think it was said best by whoever tweeted every accusation the republicans are making is really a confession yeah yeah, uh, uh, I believe it was uh, Dan who said that the right-wingers are claiming that it wasn't right-wingers who stormed the Capitol, which is all the proof you need that right-wingers are storming the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really liked that. I stole that and put it on Twitter. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, so that happened this week, and as it's as it's looking, there really are not going to be any consequences for anybody, really. You know, they've identified yeah. some of these people, and they've arrested them, but have you looked at the charges? Like, fucking nothing is above a misdemeanor. I yeah, I sent, uh, I, I, uh, I retweeted something and it was, uh, hey, this person uh, violently broke into the nation's capital and uh, defaced government property and stole a podium and he could be looking at a year in prison. And then right next to that was an article from a year ago during the Black Lives Matter riots. And it's like, this person is looking at 40 years in prison for splashing paint. Yeah. During a riot. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. So there's definitely two Americans. Two Americas. Yeah. There are two Americas. There's the America for white people, and then there's the America for everybody else. Uh-huh. I've seen a lot of people in the left, like Amber, who loved the events of January 6th because they felt vindicated by them. Yeah. And like, hey, for four years, I've been telling you that Donald Trump is uh, dangerous. And one of these days, there's going to be some violence. And everyone has said, oh, well, you're just being you're just you're just being crazy. Uh, you got to give him a chance. And now that that violence has happened, like like when when pe when the people stormed the Capitol, I swear to God, Amber came home from work and it was like. Like she won a cruise. Like Christmas she was like, did you see? Did you see the news? Did you see the news? I told them. You know, she was excited about it. I, I was I was much more blase yeah. about it. Because again, we knew it was fucking coming. Yep. Like it wasn't the surprise. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, I just, I need the that. surprise was the bear suit. Okay, okay, got me there. Okay, I didn't was see the though? bear suit coming. <laughs> was it though? Why do you do that? Why? I don't want the door. In okay, the I I moved this down. I didn't realize that that I had the proper angle. Okay. Anyway, well, we need the tweet. They are uh, entities nice. of their own. <laughs> yeah. Um, I need that tweet. Well, that escalated steadily over the past yeah. four years. I liked that one. Um, just put with, uh, what's his name from? Oh, I heard your elbow. Veronica Corningstein. Yeah. Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen that. Has it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't I've know. I don't, I, get my, I get my news filtered so that I don't lose my mind. Yeah. Understandable. But I need that. Like on a shirt. 
Yeah. So, so this week has been insane. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. And yeah, we're all going to see how nothing happens. Yeah. As always, nothing will happen. I was trying to express them. Nothing will happen to Trump. I was trying to express my frustration on Twitter with uh, Republicans saying that, oh, we shouldn't impeach Trump and we shouldn't invoke the 25th Amendment in the spirit of unity, because if we impeach Trump, that would just divide the nation even further. And I was like, how do I explain to white people how frustrating that is. What tool can I use? It's funny that you brought uh, up what you brought up, Bunny, because I was like, what thing do white people love that I can use to explain my frustration? That's it. The Mandalorian. White people are eating that shit up. So I posted a GIF of uh, the Mandalorian holding the child and he says... I'm going to put this child back where I found it. I feel that uh, taking it on adventures would just divide the nation, the galaxy even more. Yeah. (laughs) We need unity. Taking the, taking the, taking baby Yoda's too divisive. Fuck that. We need goddamn justice now. The cause of unity? Yeah. Asking for immunity. Yeah. The the calls for unity are calls for immunity. That's some uh, that's some OJ Simpson trial type shit right there, honey. That was very good. That you just Johnny Cochran did. Oh, it wasn't yours. Okay, still, I'm giving you the credit anyway. Sweet. What is it? Every other uh, uh, second-rate motherfucker who steals somebody else's ideas. Yeah. Calls for unity are calls for immunity. Yeah. That's really, that's really, yeah. really good. No, we, we, we need what we fucking need in this country more than anything else is to be shown some uh, goddamn justice. I'm just being shown yet again the law does not apply to certain people in this fucking country. Yeah. Yeah. The law is only for some of us. Yeah. And it's like, uh, oh, this woman, this woman was killed. Yeah, but did you think it meant the guy in a bear suit? Yeah, I didn't know it meant the guy in a bear suit. I mean, I've, I've wo- always known it applied to the rich. This woman was killed storming the Capitol, and I'm like, oh, but wait a second. If she had just obeyed the law. Yeah. He would have wouldn't have gotten in trouble. It's like, wow, maybe now I should be back the blue. Yeah. Because y'all were never about back the blue anyway. You killed a police officer. So many amazing things happened this week. The, the guy in a bear suit, number one. The woman that was killed in the rally, she was trampled on to death while holding a flag saying, don't tread on me. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that's like, that's like rain on your wedding day. No, that's a perfect analogy for the Republican Party. Yeah. They, they fire up their base, but then they're the only ones that get to trample on their base. Yeah. It's like, hey, back the blue. Uh, we support our cops, except for this one we're going to kill. Yeah. And yeah. then the guy who I believe died while getting tased in the nuts. That turns out not to be true. Tased him, he tased himself in the nuts? He tased himself in the balls so, far, so much that he had a heart attack and died. Yeah, that's that's how... <laughs> oh, so he chose the Stevo method of suicide. <laughs> Good. Snopes is saying that yeah. didn't really happen. Snopes is saying that didn't really happen. Huh? He's well, he's dead, but I don't think he died from uh, tasting himself in the nuts. Don't get me wrong. I'm sad about it. <laughs> yeah. I like the so, idea yeah. of somebody tasting themselves in the nuts to death, but uh, yeah, it'll so, have to remain a fantasy. Yeah. 
It'll be a part of my fan fiction. Yes. So, so yeah. So this week has been crazy. I, I really found it pretty hysterical that they they okay. So the doors are thrown wide open for this pack of nut fucking jobs to invade the Capitol building. And then once in, they wander around like a bunch of fucking morons, not having a single clue what to do. Yeah. You know, shouldn't you be finding evidence or something, you know, you know, that whole deep state thing that you're going to, that you're on about all the time. Like, the evidence would be in this building somewhere. So maybe stop taking shits in the corner and taking selfies of each other. Yeah. Uh, there was literally no plan for what to do once they got in the building. They're Trump supporters. Yeah. Trump didn't tell them what to do. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I can't remember what I was going to say. It, you know that it's been a weird week when Axe Body Spray had to get on Twitter condemning the violence in our nation's capital. <laughs> because yes. someone left a bottle of Axe Body Spray in the Capitol building. Which is just a stereotype in amongst itself. Yes. So they had to, so Axe Body Spray had to come out against the violence in our nation's capital. How insane, how insane is. Yeah. And and really. Really. Where are you putting that podium anyway? Yeah, yeah. You're not putting in your truck. Exactly. You'd have to take out the fucking gun rack. Sometimes, sometimes I watch YouTubers uh, at theme parks uh, on YouTube. I watch YouTube videos of various YouTubers who just spend most of their life doing videos at theme parks because it comforts me. You know, that like the entire world is going to hell. There's a pandemic and people are dying and uh, we have a corrupt president and there's violence in our nation's capital. But these people are like, oh, big news. They move the churro cart from the left to the right of the pathway towards the jungle cruise. And it's like, oh, yes, yes. You are just in your own beautiful upper class bubble. Yes. Where all you care about is making your next video about a theme park, and and it's it, I want to I want to be that 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 clueless, you know. Yes. I want to be that unwoke. These are the people that are like, oh, I don't talk about politics. It's too divisive. I I want to be that white. Yes. Where where oh well, I'll never know, be that politics. fucking white. Yeah, so I watch these I watch these YouTubers and 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 that's what I've been doing lately is just watching these videos and just escaping from the world, you know? Yeah. That's what I've been doing lately well, and it comforts me. Before. Yeah. <coughs> there that was leading to something, but I'm getting a bit high. Uh-huh. I don't remember what that was leading to. Yeah, that's that's basically why I've been watching more Marvel shit on YouTube. Yeah. Because, like, it's so completely inconsequential. Yeah. I've got the glow going on again. I really like it. It makes me look so uh, beau- beautific. And always, I believe that we're in agreement when I say evidence abounds that Dr. Doom would have made a better president than Donald Trump. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 
I, I have that entire graphic novel that I bought at the comic book convention in the beginning of March before everything went to shit. And Dr. Doom succeeds in becoming the emperor of the planet and enacts some really great policies. He gets rid of, uh, of all wars and uh, he ends world hunger and everyone's in peace. And sure, they're also uh, like mind controlled, but also no one is dying from hunger and everyone has clean water. And it's like, like yeah, like, like money. And, oh, and also money is spread equally throughout all of the people on the planet now. And it's like, dude, Dr. Doom enacted some pretty leftist policies when he became <laughs> the globe. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Doom is more left than fucking uh, uh, Joe Biden is. Yes. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, there you go. So, there we go. So the inaugura uh, the inauguration that they are now on social media right now making threats about and they're gonna attack and they're gonna shut down the inauguration so Biden doesn't become president. You know, all of this that's gonna happen and it'll it'll come to that day and batshit crazy thing will things will happen and the next day Antifa did it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they now know that there will be no consequences for their actions. Yeah. I read in Business Insider that Donald Trump was considering sending the National Guard to protect his supporters who stormed the Capitol. Yeah. And that's just so sick and wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm noticing that a lot of Republicans are either saying conspiracy shit to try and wash their hands of what happened, or they're just really quiet. Yeah. It's like, oh, stop the seal. It's obvious that Democrats have been these dead people voting, and Biden is so corrupt, and Hunter Biden and laptops, and we're going to take our country back by force if necessary. And now it's January 7th, and it's like, so uh, I watched The Mandalorian. Can we talk <laughs> about that and not politics? Hey, hey, I just really got into the Beach Boys. Pet sounds? Yeah. Amazing. And it's like, oh, I noticed that you're being a lot quieter about your political views right now. Maybe yeah. that's something we discussed. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we get a Democratic president, the Democratic House, and right there, a Democratic Senate at the same time. Yeah, that's the time the left wants to yeah. overthrow the government. Yeah. Yeah. When when they have all the power. Yeah. Everything bad that the right does is just the left in disguise. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, do they not realize that these lies don't make sense? Do they not care? Do they do they think that we're really as stupid as they are? Therefore, we would believe this shit. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the deepest, most hardcore QAnon people are still saying that this was a success. Like I've been reading all these posts on like Parler and stuff, and it's it's QAnon people saying 
the January 6th was a, was a success. The Patriots got into Pelosi's office. They got Pelosi's laptop, which has all the proof they need of the secret cabal of child-eating Satanists and pedophiles. Donald Trump has been flown to a remote location. He is off of Twitter because they're shutting down all social media because he's starting the civil war. The arrests are happening. Everyone get 10 days of food and water. All power will be shut off. It's happening and it's like yeah that's the shit you've been saying for fucking five years yeah you know it's like it's like what we've talked about on the podcast how many apocalypses have we survived yeah buddy so many times in our lives have people been like oh it's happening yep uh, may 31st 2011 uh-huh. <clears throat> world is ending i'm 100 yeah. percent sure of this sell all of your possessions yeah yeah it's crazy so happy 2021 yes happy 2021 yeah okay this hey. podcast is the sketchy show sketchy what do you have to say the camera's here the camera's right here sketchy what do you have to say sketchy you're 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 a stinky girl you know that you're a little stinker literally you are a stinky girl do you know that okay See, if you're just listening to this on SoundCloud, you didn't get to see the dog that I held up. You're not no. getting the full experience. Yeah. Sunday afternoons. Come on down to Facebook. Yeah. I've got a really good chap. Yeah, what do you got for us? I think we should be getting on to it. It's, it's a short one. Most of it is reading a, a movie review. Okay. That is the worst movie review in the history of movie reviews. So let's get on over there. Okay. Before the screaming starts over here. Okay. So that is it for this week's Bunny versus Self-Adhesive Tape. Yes, please. Love it. And cut on that and cut